1: One of my employees was talking about how the chain smokers are actually pretty good and don't deserve all the hate, so I fired him. trying to decide which is worst, Maroon 5, Hitler, or Imagine Dragons.
2: People say that I should be more positive. Okay, I'm positive that Luke Bryan is a horse tooth, air-humping doofus.
3: Pink is aging pretty well for a pig. <laughs> wow. Thank you.
1: G-Eazy is like the American cheese of cheeses. Or like the boxed wine of wines. <laughs> Peep the fact that Luke Combs looks like the guy who changes your oil at
3: Jiffy Loop.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, what's wrong with that? What kind of a shot is that? It's classist. That reminds me, speaking of musicians, uh, or not musicians, um, uh, celebrities, Pete Davidson apparently has changed his Ariana Grande uh, neck tattoo. So do you know this whole story? She's the biggest pop star in the world. He's a guy on Saturday Night Live. They got engaged after like a week of dating. They're uh-huh. both really, really young. He's mentally ill and really not that wealthy. She's insanely wealthy. You get, there's another dynamics uh, going on there. But yeah, I just thought this was kind of interesting. Um, blah, blah, blah. And next to it, but a source close to the One source told us that the Saturday Night Live star had transformed the tattoo to match Grande's uh, Ariana Grande's tattoo on her body. Um, Davidson had their pet pig, Piggy Smalls, tattooed on his torso. <laughs> okay. That's, uh, that's she unfortunate. has at least six tattoos dedicated to Davidson, if not more so at this point. Wow. But none to their pet pig? Piggy Smalls. <laughs> she has at least six tattoos to him. They've been together for like a two months at Wait this point. Wait a minute,
4: point. I got one for you. Two pork Shakur.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I really only did that story to bring you the fact that they've got a
0: probably <laughs> pig named Piggy Smalls. But God, oh, don't get a half dozen or more tattoos of your boyfriend when you're in your early 20s. One is ill-advised.
2: Six is, is cuckoo bird territory. But mm. do... Get pigs as pets and name them after 90s hip-hop acts. (laughs) Agreed. I think we can all agree on that. Uh,
4: We had a number of alert listeners uh, email us at mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com to hip us to the fact that the wonky donkey became popular after a video popped up of a Scottish grandma trying to read it to her grandson, but she can't stop laughing. Mm. Um, It's sold out everywhere. People are offering over $900 for a copy. All right. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Maybe we can find that video somewhere. That would be delightful, wouldn't it? In the midst of all this angst and horror and the modern world, etc.
0: Speaking of the modern world, earlier in the show, we talked to Dan Balls of the Washington Post. This, uh, I've been reading more of this. God, how long is this article he wrote? It's like a book. It's thick as a brick. With the title being, Will the Democrats Wake Up Before 2020? Wake up! They have no unifying leader and no clear message. Um... It's really interesting. It's some pretty damned interesting stuff. We're we're at a very fascinating point in in this democracy.
4: I just point out if I had to nail down Dan's politics, I would he's probably center leaning little democrat, but he's also sure. he's he's a great journalist in the old school.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's he he's definitely from the uh <laughs> from the old school of trying to just read what is going on. Right. As opposed to trying to push people a certain direction, mm-hmm. and he's got a lot in there about the Democrats have no clear message. Their message of uh, that they came up with a better deal um, captured the imagination of very few voters. He says they've got no clear leader. Nobody has any idea if they're the party of Alexandria Ocasio Cortez or that guy that won up in Pennsylvania, won a Republican district, who's about as far from her as you can get. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows which rising star is the, you know the future of the party. Mm-hmm. They're really in disarray, yet in a position likely to take power, at least in the House coming up. So
4: Even as the Republicans rest, uh, wrestle with a very uneasy, we're the party of Trump now, I guess, identity.
0: And he also says that uh, Democratic strategists tell him if the economy's still good, Trump is going to be very difficult to beat. Hmm. Which I can I can see that.
4: Oh, we're if you're a Democrat, I'll tell you this: we're way overdue for a downturn in oh, the cycle. Yeah.
0: It's almost impossible that the that the economy continues doing this clear through the 2020 election.
4: Yeah, it's funny when I was in college studying economics, the um, the the business cycles were pretty uh, pretty predictable. I mean, there were variations, obviously, and there were historical oh my god moments um, that changed things, but. We're we're like a you know a woman taking powerful hormones and disrupting her cycle. Um Business cycles now last a way way longer than they used to. up 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 year after year, and then ridiculous horrific crashes and the rest of it. So when it happens, nobody knows. Uh, but I could see the Dow dropping
0: 20%. Sure, and Trump will get blamed for it. All presidents always do get blamed for that.
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure productivity will. Um, and the Dow is not the economy. Never. Well, the stock market. I shouldn't even say the Dow. The Dow is an idiotic measure of the stock market. The stock market is not the economy, but, God, it's, it's anybody's guess now. Anything, anything anybody learned in the 20th century is, is uh, merely mildly interesting, not terribly useful anymore. Yep. Oh, well. For all kinds of reasons. I'm glad I spent that era's college money and not this era's college money on learning that stuff. Because hmm. it's just now amusing to me and not a horror. So, uh, speaking of horrors, we were discussing this off the air with Marshall. In fact, we ought to invite Marshall in for this uh, this uh, chat. Um, I'm getting all sorts of robocalls and, and letters and, and hearing all sorts of ads about the various props, uh, propositions on the California ballot. And it is my considered position that it is time to end the proposition system as it exists in California right now.
0: Too much democracy, I believe. Dan Balls said that one time on our show, I talking think about did, that. Yeah. yeah, a while ago. Yeah, it's if you have
4: enough money, and if you are a moneyed special interest, right. you're a corporation, you're a union, or whatever, you have plenty of money. You can get virtually anything on the ballot. You can carefully craft uh, political ads. Some of the best, smartest ad shops in California are more than willing to take your money. And you can convince the people of California that a 1,200-pound filthy hog is a Siamese cat.
0: You don't have to convince the people of California. You have to convince the 18% that are going to turn up to vote. Yeah, well said. Yeah, Which we were, is part of the whole deal.
3: We were talking about uh, Proposition 10, and I've been doing a lot of reading on it because in California, that's a proposition that would impose uh, more rent control uh, across the state.
4: Right. It makes it permissible to really, really go down the road of rent control.
3: Right. And most of the articles I have read so far, including, uh, yeah, right, a conservative and liberal, have come to the conclusion that Proposition 10 really wouldn't make any difference at all, except. Or it might make it worse. Or, yeah, except to raise housing costs for mm-hmm. everyone. So again, and we were talking about you know the voters. The thing about it is, uh, democracy is fine, but you need intelligent voters to pull it off. Well, good luck with that. I mean, the bulls- that's why
0: the country's not really a democracy; it's a republic. We, uh, do, we don't bull- have straight democracy, and that's and unfortunately, that's what a proposition is: yeah. straight democracy. Right. Put it to the masses,
4: and that's what gets you a hundred billion dollar bullshit train. Um, and that's the, the probably the most expensive example you can come up with. And $100 billion is conservative. I have in front of me yet another article by a left-leaning newspaper explaining that, wow, turns out that our previous example of the horrific cost of acquiring the real estate and the environmental lawsuits and the rest of it, those previous horrific estimates were probably too low. And meanwhile, the the people of Oregon and Washington are considering their own bullshit train um, because it won't be a bullet train. It can't be. It would be too expensive. Um,
3: You know, and I was going to warn them, warn them about, don't do it, don't do it, don't believe it. They want a bullet train to run, or a so-called bullet train to run from Portland through uh, Washington State up to Vancouver, I believe.
4: Yeah, Yeah. which, you know, if it is ever built, and it won't be, um, I would love to take it, because I love trains. I absolutely love trains, but there's just no justifying the cost when there are multiple airlines that would be delighted to whisk you to and from each one of those cities at a very, very low cost and in a very few minutes. They can't even hand out the cocktails and then collect them again before you're on the ground in that
3: city for $119. By the way, in uh, Southern California, there are now some legislators who are demanding that the so-called bullet train not have tracks above ground. They want the tracks to be underground. They want the train to go underground.
0: That'll only cost a trillion
3: dollars. Yeah. Yeah, so wow. we've got that that uh, twist, or that wrench thrown into the plans. Yeah, well, I want it to be elevated. Oh. I want it to run on tracks
4: 50 feet in the high. 50 feet in the air, rather.
0: Underground in an earthquake-prone state.
4: Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and it can't be killed. Hmm. It's the vampire train.
0: It's like uh, right. what I was reading about, uh, this the new Halloween movie. It's the guy in the hockey mask. Can't kill him. Oh, Jason. Yeah. 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 That's what the bullet train is, Jason. With big act, the big butcher knife coming after you. Ah! Coming f- after your tax money.
2: Ah! All four <laughs> punching the uh, the the crony express. But according to Elon Musk, when he was talking about his boring company, and somebody was asking about the earthquake stuff, he made the argument that it's you can actually build more structurally sound thing the the buildings and tunnels and stuff are safer during an earthquake really than uh than building above ground (laughs)
4: stuff teetering above ground i'm sure he knows more about
2: it than i do right he used the argument of being under the waves in the ocean during like a hurricane or something like that yeah
4: i wonder if there's a single topic he doesn't know more than i do (laughs) probably alt-country music of the 90s i think i could probably (laughs) take
2: him on on that i think that's it you could probably not piss off the SEC better than he could. Yeah,
0: I think I would, <laughs> I would think know when to shut up. Yeah, I would think that would, I thought that was a bad idea. Yeah. Um so what's the most likely thing to cause you to die taking a selfie? You're probably going to guess wrong. A fall? Nope. That's third. Oh, run over by a car. Stay tuned. Oh.
2: Hey. <laughs>
4: I was going to go listen to that wonky donkey video. <laughs> we'll Here. play that for you. We'll kill two verts and one donkey with one stone.
0: Oh, wow. That's gruesome. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
4: The conscience of the nation.
1: and I saw a donkey, hee ho! he only had three legs, one eye and he liked to listen to country music he was a honky tonky, winky wonky donkey
0: <laughs> I think I like this book <laughs> better than when
1: I was walking down the road and I saw a donkey, hee ho! he had only three legs one eye, he liked to listen to country music <laughs>
0: so an obviously grandma reading wonky donkey donkey, laughing (laughs) i think she's i think she's in her cups um is why the wonky donkey is the number one book in the country right now so
4: it would seem yeah we have that video posted for you at armstrongandgetty.com sounds perfectly charming It, it does absolutely sound charming that's beautiful and the most horrifying donkey attack ever caught on tape. That's the second chapter, the darker second chapter.
2: That's for after you put the kid to bed. That's for the adults.
0: Well, was the follow-up. It's a grittier version of Wonky Donkey.
4: (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. A darker version. Uh, You know, it's probably worth pointing out, re our previous discussion about the proposition system in California, which is clearly too much democracy, and it is so easy to hoodwink voters into one thing or the other because they're hardly paying attention, and the turnout's so low, but uh, I'm sure there are a lot of like right-leaning Californians screaming at the radio right now, that's the only way we can ever get anything done. Yeah. Because the legislature sure as hell isn't going to do anything to the liking of even moderate That's California. That's
0: the theory anyway. Yeah, I know. It's just uh, um, yeah, who tur- knows
4: what roundup of crap will get passed this time.
0: Back to the federal election and all this talk from Dan Balls in this long article about the Democrats this and that and taking the House, but you know, Reagan and Bush and Obama and Clinton, they all lost the House and then came back and won. Um, Turnout, what's it going to be like? Four years. The enthusiasm gap. The most recent, or maybe a gap for everybody. The most recent one we had, 2014, was the lowest since World War II. It's the lowest in 70 years turnout. Wow. Wow. And young people get all excited all the time and tell posters, pollsters are fired up and show up to big arenas, but they don't vote.
4: Yeah, read uh, Fear and Loathing Loathing on the Campaign Trail, Hunter S. Thompson, about the 1972 vote in which the McGovern people were absolutely certain they had harnessed the youth vote and the young people would show up and vote him in and he lost 49 states or all 50. Did he win his own state? I think he won his own state. Yeah, um, and it's been virtually the same every election cycle since. Um, You can fire up the kids, all right, uh, for a few minutes, but then they get back to class or
2: smoking her pot or making out. And. Is that the same election where Thompson created and then continued to report on some sort of drug use by one of the candidates? Was that the one the, where he fabricated something up and just kept bringing it up on every report? that he would? Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> Nixon was taking uh, extract of the pineal gland or right. something so, like yeah, that. Some ridiculous <laughs> thing
1: like that.
4: And was he? It's, no. <laughs> no, that's a great book, though, about politics, and so much of it is still relevant. Uh, and it's hilarious.
0: Is that the book where he says my fingernails are growing at an astounding rate?
4: I can't remember. <laughs> I do not remember. <laughs> I love Hunter S. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and
0: completely then, nuts. And then the greatest thing he ever <laughs> did. Oh, my God. So tired of it, His old lady bitching at him on the phone. He just shot himself on the while Jesus. he was on the phone with her.
4: It's dark. It's dark. Somebody what, turn on the lights. What, what
0: a way for a guy like him to go out. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
4: <laughs> Shoot. Shoot.
0: Michael, that was over the line. You're going to bring that up again? Oh, boy. That's what he thought. Oh boy. Uh, selfie deaths. We talked about this just a week ago, but the latest numbers are out, and it went up quite a bit in the last year, so it's, it is a growing problem. I was mocking it last week. The The Darwin selfie app will retouch your skin and your smile and your teeth even as you plunge to your death. Because there were five in 2011. But there were ninety last year, so clearly it's getting to be more of a thing, and wow. there's no reason to think it's not going to continue. Um, but so I would have thought falling—that's number three. That's falling off a cliff or whatever. Drowning is actually number one, and it's usually falling into a large body of water, oh. or the being swept away by by waves because you're oh. standing next to the beautiful ocean. Right, wave hits you. Yeah. Regularly, people—I gotta believe—very commonly you're drunk in these situations. Sure, you've had some to drink, which makes yeah. it. Easier to fall, more difficult to, f- to swim, all that. Don't turn
4: your back on the sea. Well, you know, I've heard that many times, and I respect that. I totally get that. I've heard about the rogue waves and the rest of it. On the other hand, I've spent a fair amount of time on the coast, and, and I, I've not been swept away, so it's easy to let your guard down. Oh, sure. I mean, like if you're walking
0: back to your car, you're going to turn your back to the sea.
2: <laughs> Unless you're going to walk backward. That's what I do.
0: I'm watching you. So number one, selfie deaths, drowning, followed by transportation, your guess. Mowed it down, yes. Or here I am uh, doing this on a motorcycle, or oh, or even a a car car or or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yikes! Then falling, fire is number four. Fire, like those
2: wildfire things, campfires.
4: Falling. Well, there were only ninety. So once you get down to
0: fourth place, how many were there? Right. Then it's electrocution, firearms. Oh boy! Posing with a firearm and accidentally shooting yourself is the f- number five. Oh man, uh, you know that's seriously Darwin. My isn't
4: condolences it? to the oh, family, yeah. Oh, yeah. but that is uh, Doctor Darwin.
0: Animal attack! Look how let's see how close I, wish I can that was get. higher. To, let me see how close I can get to this hippopotamus.
2: <laughs> right, you guys should hear Joe when he's watching some sort of Yellowstone oh, boy, video. Yeah. When the the closer they get to the buffalo, all oh, right, right. <laughs> No, these bison are totally mellow. Look,
4: I'll walk right up to it. I'll pat it on the ass and watch this. I'm taking a selfie. Ah!
0: <laughs> Gored slash trampled. There you go. How can we stop murderous selfies? I didn't read that because I feel no role, need, need to have a role other than Don't with care. my own kids. <laughs> right. Um. You know. What am I going to do if there's a 25-year-old guy that's going to get drunk and walk off a cliff taking a picture of himself? Right.
4: How do you stop that? Do we still have that old clip we used to play, Michael, of quit being an idiot? Yeah. That's how you stop it. <laughs> Don't do stuff that may get you killed. Hmm. I'd start there. Boy, a buddy being am- an idiot. That's right. Said play it again. Quit being an idiot. That's quit a good being an idiot. Why is it cut off like that? Some- quit being an idiot. There you go. There was the tea. Um, A a buddy of mine rented one of those uh, electric scooters whilst on vacation and enjoying himself very much. Perhaps there was a cocktail involved. Ended
2: very badly. Had a wreck? Yeah. 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 It'll happen. Did he take it over any sweet jumps? (laughs) Didn't mention that.
0: (laughs) What's coming up in your news,
3: Marshall? Audit discovers nearly all U.S. weapons systems are vulnerable to cyber attack. We got major news for anybody who spends a lot of money on pharmaceuticals, and another American brick-and-mortar icon could be heading for the bone yard. Coming up,
0: yeah, Trump's done something to help you out when you buy drugs at the at the uh, pharmacy today. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and the Getty Show. Did you tweet that during the show?
2: Oh, yeah, that's just from like a minute or so ago, yeah.
0: So Fox News had a tweet, Jamie Lee Curtis wields firearms in new Halloween movie, despite advocating for gun control. Sean Thomas responded on his Twitter, it's called acting, you dumb Fs. (laughs) Robert De Niro wasn't pro-bank robberies because he did heat. I don't see your point. I like you choosing a not particularly hot movie. No,
2: wow, it's timely reference.
4: <laughs> that was a tad obscure, Sean. I hate to criticize. Because your opening sentence is hilarious. <laughs> that adds yeah.
0: to the hilarity, though, that you mm-hmm. take off a Robert De Niro movie, nobody would even
2: remember that. That's funny. If you don't remember heat, unfollow me now.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's good stuff. Uh, you're right,
0: though. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I tell you. Yeah, I know. It, mostly the world tires my hiney
2: oh,
3: out. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's just tiring. tiring. Let's get to the news now with Marsha Pelosi.
3: Well, most of America's new weapon systems are vulnerable to cyber attack. That is according to a new Government Accountability Office analysis. The GAO carried out five years' worth of tests and found nearly all of the weapon systems are a cybersecurity nightmare with easy to guess passwords and known vulnerabilities that have never been addressed. And oh making, boy. making things even worse, the report said the Department of Defense doesn't even know the full scale of its weapon system vulnerabilities because the tests so far have been limited in scope
0: i've been saying this for years i don't know how many different experts we've talked to and i always ask them this question just where are we on this whole thing are we at the top of the heap like we are with everything else are we, we way behind i'll bet the answer to that is, uh, is not as well-known as it should be.
4: Uh, you know what I suspect the answer is? That defensive capabilities are way behind offensive capabilities, like universally. And if we ever try to go to war with each other, and, and this is almost... Uh, it's funny, I'm, I'm getting a vibe out of my own brain, like a early 1970s folk song we used to sing at church. We're all going to attempt to have a war... And we're all going to incapacitate each other's you know, warships and right. missiles and weapon systems and phone systems and electric grids and radar and the rest of it. And we're all going to be sitting in our country saying, uh, we're uh, we're really hoping to kill the hell out of you, but uh, nothing works. And they're going to say, yeah, us
0: too. <laughs> well, it's worse for us than anybody else since we have such an advantage in, in, in every other arena of warfare. Mm-hmm. It's a real leveling situation that has happened. Uh, you know,
4: I wonder if... It turns out to be we'll fight with sticks and rocks. Well, just guns. It'll just be guns. We'll be shooting each other with bullets because all the advanced weapons systems won't work.
3: Mm. I wonder. President Trump is going to be signing two prescription bills at the White House today. The bills remove so-called gag orders on pharmacists that will free them up to inform people when the cash price for a prescription drug is lower than the price on a patient's health insurance policy long-standing gag orders have existed in contracts between insurance providers and the pharmacies. So if you are going to spend more through your insurance program than you would just spend over-the-counter Right, the the pharmacists haven't been allowed to tell you
0: that, are, which is crazy.
3: Oh, how can that be in the land of the free? It's because
4: lobbyists sure. bribed yeah, the Congress sure. to pass an unjust law. Keep voting for big government. Uh, I that love helps this the company, and not you. Right, exactly. And I, I love this, and I say, well uh, done, Donald J. There are cases, and you know, those of you who who have families and all, you already know this, where the cash price is less than the copay. Sure. Yeah. Never mind the full price, and there. This is how screwed up it all is, and a lot of people know this already. But there are uh, stuff. There are drugs that we have prescribed to us because then insurance will pay for it, even though they're right over there on the shelf.
0: Yeah, for right. a fraction of the cost. Right, exactly. They give you a bottle of big ibuprofen that costs somebody $400. Or, or whatever.
4: It, it happens to be allergy drugs are like this. Right. And and because our copay, in this case, is less than the cash price, the insurance company is paying top dollar yes. for it. But, of course, they've negotiated an agreement with the corporate blah, 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 blah. Whatever happened, to, I need some drug. I go with money and I buy it. I uh, I need to go see the doctor, so I pay him a reasonable amount. Oh, man. If anybody could figure out how to unravel this system, give them every Nobel Prize for the next 25 years.
3: Start from scratch. Wall Street Journal is reporting that Sears has gone ahead and hired advisors to help the company get ready for a possible bankruptcy that could come as early as this
0: week. Sears hired the people from Radio Shack to walk them through this. I
2: feel like Sears has been dying for a
0: decade. This is the I slowest, most could, torturous right. death imaginable. I couldn't have told you they were still open. Is Kmart still around, or did it finally go? I There's a few still around. There. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Very few, though. Who's going in the Kmart? I mean, not there's anything wrong with that. I mean, when I was a kid, that was the store. But
4: There's plenty wrong with that. You ever been in Kmart? Have <laughs> you been one lately? But when does anybody ever say, oh, I'll stop by the Kmart and get that? Right. Kmart shoppers refer to Walmart shoppers as the Rockefellers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 you're a Walmart shopper. Oh, I guess I can't hey. hang around you anymore. Too your, good for Kmart, hey, with your, Walmartian. With your pinky in the air.
4: And with your... <laughs> never mind. I, never mind. Why would I say what I was about to say? I don't guess, know.
3: guess who's going to be? You want to hurt people? Okay. With you are
4: covering your mouth when you cough <laughs> and you're not wiping your mucus on merchandise. Jeez.
0: Oh, oh God.
1: All right.
4: That's a
0: Kmart shopper there. Guess so what that who, was?
4: I'll bet you go to the bathroom to spit,
3: don't you, Mister Walmart? <laughs> Guess who's going to be visiting the Oval Office? President Trump meeting with Kanye West tomorrow. He loves what we're doing for African-American jobs, for so many different things. Trump says he is thrilled to have him visit and called him a terrific guy. So that'll be tomorrow's big photo op. Cool, that'll get a lot of attention. Yes, it will. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting a getting show, The Conscience of the Nation. Squawky, We're doing our best.
0: <laughs> Does the website People of Walmart still exist? Because we had a lot of fun with that oh, years sure. ago. And this video is the, the best. It is. Or the best, you <laughs> know, survey of, survey of the people of Walmart.
4: Why are there Walmart people
0: at my target? That's what I always think. Oh, oh, oh
4: boy, elitist.
0: <laughs> wow. The petering out is coming up next at the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty. The
4: Conscience. Of the nation
1: Jamie Foxx.
3: The Armstrong and Getty
0: Show Shh, but it's, 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 I'll be darned I don't even know this particular Jeff Leppard song What song is this?
1: Animal. You so don't this know this is, one? Hmm.
0: Animal! Okay, got to gotta get to the chorus before I... Uh, the hook. Don't bore us. Get to the chorus. I know a lot of deaf The reason we're playing Def Leppard, we should have been playing Def Leppard and Stevie Nicks all morning long. And Janet Jackson, because they got nominated to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, whatever that is.
4: And the MC5, kick out the jam's mother scratchers.
0: A little late 60s, early 70s right, here activist go. drop. Yeah, I recognize this part. As it's like the rest of their songs.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> who, am, who am I to quibble with and belittle England's fabulous soft rock, dangerous yet safe hit makers?
0: I'm a little pour some sugar on me guy, huh? Oh, that's a boy. tune.
3: Ugh.
0: Maybe we'll go pour big it with... on yourself. I'm leaving. We'll go big with the rock and roll Hall of Fame inductees tomorrow
4: for some yes. music. You know, let's just keep playing John Prine and Def Leppard back-to-back back till we have no audience. <laughs> um, uh,
0: by the way, most of you have not been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because you just don't find yourself in Cleveland, and it's not enough of a bucket list goal to make a trip to Cleveland specifically for it. We were there to watch Donald J. Trump be nominated uh, as the Republican candidate. Good times. And so went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and i got to tell you, I was quite disappointed in it. It was... It was fine. It was okay. Yeah, it was okay. It was fine. But I want more than okay if I'm going to travel clear across the country to go to a museum.
2: It certainly shouldn't be the the end game of your vacation. No, <laughs> right? Like, oh, no. I'll no. tell you what we're doing. That's the big thing. <laughs> right? Exactly. And
4: while we're there, maybe we can. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Don't do that. It, it's it is fine. I enjoyed it. I wish I'd had maybe a little more time, but I would design it differently. It would be a different experience. As I've
0: said, the 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 Seattle experience or whatever they call it in Seattle, yeah, um, the
4: music something or other is, is
0: is way better in my opinion, hmm. way better. Just the way it's laid out and everything like that. A lot of really cool stuff stuff there that I'm like really glad I got to see. Yeah. and learn about. But. And ninety percent of the
4: bands that you love that get inducted, their soul presence is a little engraved name of them along a little walkway. Yeah, you, whoop, you I mean, do. it's because there's, there's too many bands. There's too many musical acts. And I'm a music freak. The one, the one thing I really liked was the, uh, the wall, the Pink Which Floyd thing.
0: But you're a music freak. That's why you watched all of the American Music Awards last night, because oh, you're yeah. so into music. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Who gets on, the awards? on the edge of my seat. You were saying about Pink Floyd.
4: Oh, no, that
0: doesn't matter. The Pink Floyd
4: thing was great. Just because I love the album and it was Roger Waters explaining why he'd written the album and it was really interesting because he is an artist, not a recording artist like, you know, every cute little T and A that gets songs written for them and prances around on stage to pre-recorded tracks and then gets called an artist. In what sense is that
2: art?
0: You're sounding a little like a guy who should be on his porch yelling at children. (laughs)
4: Soon enough, my friend.
0: Some hot little number
4: dancing around. Shaking her hoochie coo That's not like Al Jolson.
0: He could write a song I will tell you Betty Goodman, now that was a musician And I'm sure this is true with every generation I don't think I make the mistake of thinking like things have changed I think every generation thinks this But you will reach an age where you look at the music of the day and think That is so stupid <laughs> <laughs> That just it, happens to you Yes, yes,
4: yes, to a large extent most of the music the pop music yeah there is art being oh, made of course there and is. here's here's yeah. a note to our bitter you know people who listen to classic rock all day long and have never listened to anything but there is brilliant music being made right now of course music that will endure and is is fantastic and innovative and interesting and smart and the rest of it absolutely but you know 90 percent of the music churned out by every generation is just bubblegum
0: crap. Well, and it's somebody who's really somebody who's really attractive, male or female, mm-hmm. and can sing or play an instrument, right? And it's just it's crap. It's just crap. Well, it's that uh, Mulvaney, the comedian. He's only thirty something. Now that I'm at the end of my life, he's <laughs> the one who said um, uh, music today is crap. I mean, you get to be a certain age and you listen to the lyrics and it's just crap. It's all about so much of it because I listen to the country music a lot because my kids are into it. Mm-hmm. So much of it is about that period of life when you're either falling in love or breaking up all the time. And if you're not in the falling in love or breaking up period of your life, that alone strikes you as oh my god. Well, in I don't want to hear about you falling in love, and I sure as hell don't want to hear about you breaking up.
4: Right, yeah, the bloom of youth. In short, that's what uh, you know most pop music is about.
0: Well, those are two very intense emotions, obviously. Oh, sure. There's nothing more intense than falling in love.
4: Oh, hell, I don't have any problem with that existing. I just but, don't want to listen to it. Well, yeah, somebody
0: <laughs> else talking about how wonderful it is. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, I just <laughs> met you, and you're. Uh, Listen,
4: listen. <laughs> chances are 8 out of 10 you all break up within 6 weeks, so why don't you wait and then write a song?
0: Right. Before you get a tattoo of your pet pig named Piggy Smalls right, on your belly like Pete Davidson did.
2: I've never wanted a pig as a pet
0: more. <laughs> Piggy Smalls. So did Ariana Grande already have the pig when he started dating her or did they get the pig together? Did he give the pig to her? Oh, but that's it. Honey, I love you very much. I have a gift for you. <laughs> Trying to decide whether or not to mention this in my final thoughts. I don't even know if I should mention I'm it. I'm sure about, it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> um I just I throw this in every now and then to uh to to relate to I don't know, probably practically everybody. Um We had like one of the more depressing scenes in our house last night that I've ever been around in my life. Maybe the single most depressing scene I've ever been around in my life Uh, last night in my house. Sorry to hear that. And whenever that happens, and it happens to everybody, that is so the headline in your life. Not Nikki Haley stepped down at the UN. Oh, Lord. Or whatever the hell else is going on. Or a baseball game or the American Music Awards. It's what's going on in your own freaking kitchen in your own bedrooms and all that sort of stuff that is the the headline in your life. Right. Trying to reflect that on this radio show, I don't know, I don't know how we best do that. sometimes it's best not to do that. We're a distraction from that. Yes. Yes. But recognizing that that's what most people's lives are, I think that's what we try to. Do. Oh, yeah, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Playing a greater role in your daily happiness. Yeah, which is why, you know, I hope we
4: never lose the mockery of the daily conversation.
2: we got to
0: get that on a flag or a t-shirt, Hanson. Never lose the mockery. That's our new motto. I I thought 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 here's some pop music. A-NG. That's so funny. Here's the mockery. Here's your host, Joe Getty.
3: (laughs) Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody. I'm not mocking him. I'm introducing him, Marshall Phillips. I am heading out to a clean, well-lit Scratchers and Lottery Parlor after work because Friday's Mega Millions is up to more than half a billion dollars. Scratchers and Lottery Parlor.
0: Yes, yes,
3: yes. Circle
1: K?
0: that what you're talking about? Let's step Those into slides. my parlor. <laughs> Positive
2: Sean, what's your final thought? Who, for the first time since I got into the investment game, the Positive Sean portfolio is in the negative. This is where we must be diligent oh. and realize, oh. do not oh. be afraid. Stay diligent. Oh. Maybe even be bolder, my
1: friend. Yes, exactly. No oh,
4: panic and sell. Sell everything. Michelangelo, what's your final thought?
1: If you can't visit the ro- Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, then visit the Richard Nixon Library in Yorba Linda, California. That's an exciting way to finish your bucket list. <laughs>
4: Jack, I know you've actually done that, and it's yeah. interesting it as hell. It's freaking fantastic. Is it really? Yeah, oh, it yeah. is
0: really good. And they actually have all the Watergate taping right. equipment and stuff like right. that, which Boy. I'm amazed he allowed in. That blew my joke. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. understand the point. Nice try, you cynical
4: bastard. <laughs> Jack, do you have a final thought? So season? it's down
0: to the Final Four in Major League Baseball, and time for me to jump yeah. on the baseball train. Oh, I did it last right. year at this time, and it was yeah. so good. Major League Playoff Baseball. You know the world of baseball is hoping for Yankees-Dodgers so much. So I'm hoping for (laughs) Houston-Milwaukee.
4: Well, it ain't going to be Yankees-Dodgers. Oh, right, right. Red Sox-Dodgers, yeah. I'm sorry. Right. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, my final thought in, uh, is a little self-serving, but I thought our conversation with Dan Balls of the Washington Post during hour two of the show was really good. It was all about, well, it was all about a lot of things, but it was about the Democratic Party's search for identity and the rest of it. it was long. It was even-handed. It was thought-provoking. Uh, dig it via podcast.
0: Just saying Red Sox-Dodgers made me throw up in my mouth a little. Yeah. I I might have to dive out of the playoff baseball if that happens. You're
4: right. I'm rooting for Houston, Milwaukee. Oh,
0: absolutely. (laughs) And that would be a great matchup. Houston is as fun as anybody to watch. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday.
4: Little Altuve, come on. Oh, yeah. A little man with a big
0: swing. Go to ArmstrongGetty.com. See you tomorrow. God bless America.
2: This is... uh
3: And we really hope you forgive us for what we've done.
4: Thank you, and good night.
1: The show's over. What? Bye-bye.
2: You get to the end, you're like, that freaking nerd tricked me into learning about Benjamin Franklin. Armstrong
4: and Getty, the voice of the West.
1: chamba.chambacasino.com. No over for by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: This message comes from Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all inclusive with no children and no casinos.